0: Hey, how you guys doing? This is the producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to the Marvel Hacks Season 5, Episode 6, the final episode for Season 6, uh, before we take our um, Avengers in-game break hiatus. Uh, on the line tonight, I have two favorite Marvel Hacks. Uh, on the line tonight, it's the Sandman. Sandman, say what's happening. Can you do well, people? What's going on? Hey, man, we're recording on a late, late Saturday night. Uh, just kind of... Hey, the first couple of days of, uh, what, spring here, so just trying to get a, a podcast in before we take our little break. Also on the line tonight is uh, Brother Beavis, Brother Beavis, same time.
1: Hey, how's it going, everybody?
0: Yeah, we're all good, we're all good. We got a, a it'll be a lighter show today. Uh, we're not reviewing too many books, and a couple of the books we're going to push uh, kind of as a, a smush recap. Um, we also are going to... Um, Reviewed the Uncanny X-Men because the last two episodes or issues have come out uh, since we recorded. Uh, we got a full set of Blurred Notes. We'll get to that in a second. And I was fortunate enough to get to a a Shazam, I almost called it Captain Marvel, (laughs) uh, a Shazam screening today. Uh, So we'll give a review. Uh, I'm going to probably spoil it just for the hell of it because um, I don't know why not. So I'll I'll, I'll throw up the no-spoiler thing before I start it. Uh, These guys didn't see it, um, but I did, and uh, yeah, we'll get into it. If you hear the not that excitement in my voice, there's a reason for that. But we'll get to it in a little bit. All right, so hold on. Let's get to Blurred Notes. Hold on, let me hit my music. All right, Blurred Notes, this is uh, where we spell out the word blurred. I'm going to give the guys topics they don't know what the topics are. We'll spell that word out, and they'll kind of go around the room to, you know, kind of discuss what's going on in the world of nerdly news. Um, For the letter B, it's for box office. Uh, Captain Marvel, I got that right this time, Captain Marvel, uh, this past weekend rounded around $900 million worldwide, inching towards $300 million um, domestically in the U.S., Um, This is surprising news to us. Um, Sandman, you (laughs) were surprised that Captain Marvel was making a billy.
2: Yeah, I was really surprised because with all the controversy going around, uh, what Brie Larson had said, and um, it seemed to be, I don't know if I could call it organized, but a bunch of people online who just sounded like they didn't want to see it. And even when some of the reviews started coming out and they were, you know, uh, milk toast, let's just say uh, I thought it was like well, this isn't gonna make probably more than maybe 600 700 million and as Today as of today, it's at 834 million. So for uh, the weekend, it'll probably be closer to 900 million uh, Afterwards, so that's a shock to me. I uh, I liked it. I didn't necessarily love it, but um, I Did go and see it twice. So what does that say?
0: So, <laughs> so that's how they make. Probably, probably it a Batman money. versus. It's probably a Batman versus <laughs> Superman joke in there, but I ain't gonna make it. Um, uh, 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 Brother Beavis, Wonder Woman, by far the better known hero, topped out at somewhere in the eight hundred million dollar mark. Eight twenty-one. Is wow, yep. How in the world is Captain Marvel, by far lesser known, is beating Wonder Woman in a worldwide box office?
1: I, I mean, I guess it has to be the rub from the MCU. And That's I think why when I we it. talked about it, like a lot of things that you know, we would hold against it are, are kind of nerdly things. But you know, if you are a mainstream fan of the Marvel Universe and you want to go see an entertaining movie, uh, particularly one that features a female lead, I mean, they, they ticked all those boxes. So I, I think it's... From a from a I think it has a lot of mainstream appeal uh, and but but why yeah I mean to your point like Wonder Woman very clearly much more known so I, I think it's got to be that Marvel just has more credibility than DC at this point
0: yeah, yeah it's you know Wonder Woman was about you know a 50/50 split between US and um, and worldwide box office so I don't think that Captain Marvel has a chance of getting to 400 million dollars I don't think. I but <laughs> um, it's definitely going to surpass it worldwide. I don't think, I think it's going to surpass it worldwide. Uh, it's going to lose, obviously some of its steam from the original Captain Marvel here coming out next weekend. Um, but still, yeah, uh, just, uh, uh, I mean, I've, I've, I've seen it more than once at this point in time. It is still a fun movie in the sense that it moves along a, um, you know, a, a character arc that's been going on for 10 plus years now. So I, uh, I don't know. It's, to me, it was a better movie than Wonder Woman. I know Hutch You know, we did the podcast last week. He didn't really care for it that much. But um, I, I think it's a better movie than Wonder Woman. But whatever. What do I know? All right. Letter L. Letter L is for lightning flash. I had to stick that, uh, that adjective in there. It is reported hmm. that uh, Ezra Miller is working with um, Grant Morrison on the script for the not made yet, uh, maybe never made, soon to be made Flash movie and uh, the headline out of that is that the Flash movie is going to be much darker like Flash needs is going to be a dark version of the Flash and having watched the CW show, having watched Justice League, having watched the Super Friends Brother Beavis, why are they trying to make Flash back? <laughs> uh,
1: you know, the, the funny part is they made him they made him the pure comic relief of the first one and to go a different direction is ridiculous. I mean, the only, like, dark Flash stories I'm familiar with is, like, where, you know, Professor Zoom wins and kills everybody, and then he freaks out and gets his revenge. So, yeah, I don't know. It sounds like a mistake, um, you know, which is a shock from a, a, a studio that has otherwise made a series of <laughs> flawless decisions. So, I'm blown
0: away at this news. Yeah. It, it seems it seems like they want to much like uh i mean i'll jump this review or whatever but it seems like they just want to get to point c without going to a and b first and want to make straight go straight to flashpoint saying, man that like oh that's a dark oh. flash story let's get the flashpoint let's make that movie so you think yeah. that's what they're going to do i don't know if that's what they're
2: trying to do but i do know that um his contract to play the flash is up and um is it this year? Next year? It's coming up. So I think that's one, one of the reasons that um, you hear him getting kind of squirrely about it now. And um, um, I don't know what... Yeah, they're trying to... A dark, I mean, you can do Flash darker um, if you know what you're doing. And I don't really know if they know what they're doing. It just seems like they're kind of scrambling. That production for uh, to get that movie off the ground has been kind of um, all over the place. Um uh, Kind of like uh, Gambit was. Seems like it never really got off the ground at all. You know, yeah, exactly. That's the kind of feeling I get when I hear about it every day, you know, all the time. So, uh, I don't know what they're going to do with that because, yeah uh, I guess he, I mean, I thought he was all right as the Flash. You know, yeah, like you said, it was straight up uh, comic relief for the most part. It, they had some backstory in it, but I didn't really feel much more. I think more. the
1: bizarre um, part of the movie depiction was they, I think there was some talk about how they... We're going to deviate from the comic or from the TV show tone, and it's like uh, I don't know. I mean, the, you didn't really do a whole lot that that was new. I don't know why you felt like that. You couldn't embrace what they were doing on TV. I don't know. It they just they're all messed up.
2: Yeah,
0: they let's, let's, keep anyway. up. let's keep it. Let's keep. Let's keep it real. The Flash's powers in those that Justice League movie look awful. Did you see his feet? <laughs> the way his feet were moving. No, oh, his whole running style. This. It was horrible. Yeah, it, oh my god, it's terrible. And uh, look, the Flash does. I assure you, they will not be making a Dark Flash movie after the movie I just saw five <laughs> hours ago. I, I guarantee, uh, Popeyes Chicken style. That they are yeah. not going to make a flash, a dark flash movie. They have now yeah. found something that may be successful to them and a niche, and they right. are going to run that into the ground like nobody's business. I assure yeah. you of that. So, um, like wait till you <laughs> hear about the Wonder Woman reshoots, where they're going to have her freaking doing stand up like the marvelous Miss Maisel or whatever. Like oh, they are God. going to go in a completely different direction on some of these movies at this point. So, <laughs> no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, I like the Flash. Again, he's one of my favorite DC characters. I don't I don't need to see him troubled and angst and making all these trips out to see his dad in prison. Like, I, if, if that's where they're yeah. going, and that, I know, I'm, I'm straight, like, completely. No thank you. <laughs> all right. Letter E, which is kind of funny because I keep forgetting that we didn't get a chance to talk about this. Letter E is for Endgame, because we didn't record mm-hmm. when the, I gonna assume this is the final real trailer for Avengers Endgame uh, premiered a couple days ago, mm-hmm. uh, I guess last week at some point in time. I think I emailed John, I was like, well, I'm not doing any more work today, and that was like, I don't know, 9 o'clock <laughs> in the morning? Yeah, that was, <laughs> I was like, yeah. well, I'm at work, but I'm not doing anything else today, I'm just going to sit here and watch this trailer all day. Uh, so, you know, kind of around the room, Brother Beavis, what would you think of the Endgame trailer?
1: I mean aside from uh kind of the reuse of existing footage uh which is a little frustrating given as much as we would love to see this movie uh you know it's it was pretty hype I mean um you know it, it's mostly tone setting more than anything they're they're not giving us much more about the story although I think it's pretty much a foregone conclusion that there's some time travel uh, related to Ant-Man is going to be the, the, the yeah. way this whole thing resolves. But, yeah, I mean, it's the, I have tried to, like, not pay attention because mm. um, if I start, like, thinking about it and, and start getting myself worked up, it's just going to make the next, uh, what, 34 days go that much longer. So I'm, yeah. I'm trying not to pay attention yeah. more than anything.
0: Yeah, it's difficult, um, you know, because I'm like, you know, like the trailer was nicknamed Whatever It Takes. And, you know, you, you see the, um, uh, the, what are those suits there for the Microverse or whatever? Yeah, or quantum yeah, suits, I traveling. guess. It. Quantum, yeah, thank you. And, you know, you see all that. And, you know, I mean, how can you not get hyped? And, you know, and then the trailer tag at the end, you know, with, you know, Thor and Captain Marvel is just like, uh, uh okay. Like I'm, I'm, ready. Let's 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 do this. Let's rock and roll. And yeah, well, now we gotta wait all this particular time. On a related note, it was came out today. It may or may not be true. Is that the movie's runtime is three hours and two minutes? Mm. Uh, Sandman. Um, are you, you're good, bro. You can make it through this whole three hours and two minutes of Avengers <sighs> uh, Endgame. Uh, well, I guess we're gonna find
2: out, bro. We're gonna see what that bladder control is all about. <laughs> it's time for the big boys. I don't know, man. I don't. I guess I'm not gonna. I'm gonna have to fast that day to get through this shit. Because <laughs> damn. Because <laughs> at like two hours, I'm about to burst, and I always got to drink. So I don't know. I'm gonna, for this movie. I'm gonna have to come up with some like, some, uh, uh, not eating protocol, not drinking protocol to get through this shit. And I got to see this before me to continue to live. So uh, yeah,
0: we gonna have yeah. to figure out something. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I saw that today, Brother Beavis, and I was just like, that is kind of long, especially when you factor in getting to the movie, uh, trailers, post credit scene, oh, yeah. you, you know, you're looking at a solid 345, almost four hours, being stuck in your seat.
1: Um, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, how long was Infinity War?
0: It's like 2, 240. The, yeah,
1: it's like 240. God. Yeah, it's long. Yeah. So... I mean you, you do have a point though with the, the previews and I don't even know I mean like at this point are there gonna be after trailers? I mean this is allegedly the conclusion. Um, mm-hmm. mm. if they were gonna if they were gonna break the mold this would be the one to do it. But hey, I'm a veteran of the Lord of the Rings. Uh, I made it all the way to see Frodo <laughs> throw the ring into the volcano. So I'm set. <laughs> okay. I mean I'll lay off my blood pressure medicine that day, so I don't have to like have extra piss coming out of me. But yeah, it's all good, right?
3: Yeah. right. I, I think I, I they could can make a five-hour
1: movie. I mean, I'm I ready. I just like it's going to be great. I know yeah. I, we we try and like act like we don't care going to this and be like play it down and be like, oh, this this movie's going to be great. And if it isn't, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be Age of Ultron all over, and I'll never see oh, a Marvel, Marvel movie oh, again God. until <laughs> the next one comes out. Oh, can't,
2: can't um, deal with
0: it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... I, I, I'm I like you in the sense that I've been avoiding whatever I can. You know, of course, I read the trailers. I think there was news this week that the both Russo's admitted that, you know, there's a bunch of, like, you know, false flags in the trailers that they did from last... You know, the same yeah. thing they did with Infinity War. So... Again, going in, you probably we don't really know what we're going to see. Um, you know, I, I I did confess on the podcast last time too. I was like, I am the run to the bathroom person right before the movie starts. Like literally, like I don't care if there's just a little bit of like you know freaking pee in there. I gotta get it out because I get I get I get nervous in my seat, man. So sometimes I feel like the need to have to go.
1: So do you if there is going to be a tra- significant post-trailer scene? It seems like it would be setting up the next big bad and. Yeah. Who do you think that might be? And I'll oh, put kind of it there a by saying hard. Kang. Do you
0: uh-uh. think it's Kang? Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> I do. If too. they,
1: I mean, uh, I mean, think I'll about it. Kang. If the premise of this movie is time travel, and yeah. right. then then who would make the obvious uh, villain for the next
2: sequence? Well, a other I mean, that'd be than, a than a
1: Sandman's game. boy. Yeah, that
2: be. You, you know what? I'll I'll, ex- I'll I'll allow it. If they use this as a, a gateway to the Fantastic Four, I'll allow it. But okay. other oh,
1: than that, oh, i even can. more even more reason. Yeah,
0: Yeah, you just took something right off my note page. There is no way, no how, and no whatever that there is not a gateway into those Fox characters in this movie. There's no chance that there is not a, an Easter egg there. I, it's a guarantee. You know they yeah. knew this was going to go through. You knew they filmed it if it never saw the light of day, so be it. But there's going to be something there. Like it it's it going to be one of those post credit scenes. Yeah, so it might be
2: real something really small, but it, you know, maybe just uh, uh, them uh showing the image of a four. Maybe uh, on the um Yeah. Former Avengers Tower now is a, the instead of the Baxter oh. Building. Now is the Baxter Building. They have a four on it. Mm-hmm. That would send people over the edge. Just Gosh, that little bit.
0: Me. Yeah, me included. Me um, included. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I mean, I'll be. I,
3: I mean, I'll, it's I'll so easy to control.
1: forget that none of us really actually like the Fantastic Four and don't want to <laughs> see any movies of them. And they show something like that.
3: Oh shit! It's a Fantastic. Oh wait a minute, they suck. <laughs> exactly.
2: You're right.
0: Like, oh, yeah, by the way, they suck. Yeah, I understand. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting excited for that. I was hoping there'd be a trailer in Shazam today. There wasn't. Uh, I was like, maybe we'll get the Wonder Woman trailer. There wasn't. Um, I don't, there wasn't any. Re- there, cause you know what? but Maybe because it was a screening, there was only, like, maybe two or three trailers. There wasn't anything major. Um, so, all right. We'll come back to the Disney Fox thing when we get to letter D. But right now, we're on R. R. Are is uh, reinstated. Uh, reinstated. James Gunn was reinstated by the folks over at Disney uh, to come back to do gu- direct Guardians of the Galaxy three. But he also secured the same bag and is going to still direct uh, Suicide Squad number two. Um, so, uh, you know, I, it, it's not going to get into any real debate because I don't really care that much. But I probably disagree a little bit with the both of y'all. How you feeling about James Gunn being reinstated, Sandman?
2: I thought he was, it was bullshit that they let him go in the first place, so yeah, they're just, in my mind, correcting a wrong. Um, this had nothing to do with Kevin Feige or Marvel at all. This was, um, what's his name, Alan Horn. He was the second command of Red Disney. And I think they jumped the gun. And uh, this is just uh, fixing up something that shouldn't have happened in the first place. So I, I mean, I think it's good that he's coming back to do The Last Guardians, because that's his baby. And I don't think anybody wanted to even touch that franchise if it wasn't going to be him. So, um, yeah, yeah, they're just uh, fixing what they fucked up. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, it looked like they had offered it to a few people and they were like, no, that's James Gunn's movie. Um, Brother Beavis, James Gunn coming back to under the Disney umbrella.
1: Um, I think it's probably, like, n- not to not to make light of anything he did or said or whatever, that's all complicated stuff at this point, um, or maybe it's simple. I don't know, but like <laughs> he needs to make a better movie than Guardians of the Galaxy Two. And,
3: <laughs>
1: Electric Boogaloo. And I oh sorry, Again. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> and and I, I, I thought I heard something today like there were other creators involved in the first one, and like he kind of either drove other people away because he became the face of it or whatever. And whoever made the first movie good they need to be part of the third one too because it doesn't seem mm-hmm. like lo- maybe it wasn't just him um,
3: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I mean I think I think it's him coming back is more has to do with yeah maybe they did kind of jump the gun more so than you made a really great movie and you deserve to finish the trilogy because Guardians of Galaxy 2 uh, was a frequent visitor of our bottom fives uh, last week yes. whenever we did it last yeah. time or so it's online yeah, I, think. I mean yeah. And, I, and I've never heard, like, I don't know what his perspective on it, if there's things he would rather do, and I'm sure he thought it was great. Um, <laughs> but, you know, if he feels like he's coming back to do it right, great. But if he feels like, you know, it's his story and we should sit down and listen to it, he's, he, his track record is not great at this point.
3: Hmm.
0: That movie has all the feels of, like, the Disney people got their fingers on it. Like, hey, we mm-hmm. need more Groot. Right. We need more raccoon. Oh we God. need this. Mm-hmm. We, we want to make this. We want to make this um, freaking Mary Poppins joke. So we're gonna build for an hour to it and make this Mary Poppins joke. So, like, get to it. And it just feels very like kind of you know, damn Disney hands on and getting their hands involved in it. So I'm very, it's yeah, it's not a good movie though. The first two times I tried to watch it, I fell all the way asleep. And then I think wow. it probably got to Netflix when I was just like, oh, okay, let me try to watch this. Nope, it's still not any better on Netflix either, so <laughs> yeah, we're straight. Um, but yeah, this yeah. is not a very good movie. Uh, this is a side-brother topic. Speaking of, uh, and I texted this to y'all last night, speaking of not a very good movie, and it has an Ohio connection, is the only reason I'm bringing it up now. That Ready Player one is not a very good movie. <laughs> I, I would assume <laughs> that you've probably me at all. seen this already. I'm, I'm surprised so I saw it, and it's, it. it's it's
1: very much a by the numbers movie. Like, it, it has a video game plot. The only value yeah. <laughs> in it is, like, looking for the Easter eggs. And you yes. have to have a pretty broad-spectrum geek cred to find, I would say, most of them. Um, yeah. I saw a few yeah. D&D things that, like, you had to have been playing first edition D&D to note. Um, wow. So that that is Holy literally God. the only thing worth watching in it. Yeah.
3: yeah. I mean,
0: I was watching that last night. One, it's much shorter than I thought it was because I was like, man, this movie's long. And then I looked at the runtime mm. and I was like, that's it? And then two, huh. like, it, it It seems like it, and I didn't see Alita Battle Angel yet, but it seems like that was the forerunner for Alita Battle Angel of, you know, kind of using, you know, avatars, essentially, yeah, you know, that, inside of that heroine, I think
1: the game. heroine had a lot of, um, <laughs> a lot of the same visuals.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I just, I just, I just, yeah, it's a, mm, I did not like that at all. Did you read the I book? Did, well, videos? the other
1: thing, too... Uh, producer, if you're not a fan of The Shining, um, well, <laughs> or if you may never have even seen The Shining, I
0: mean, I that was a big part the of the movie. Screw you for one and two. <laughs> <laughs> I did see The Shining. I did. I've seen that. That's that's my fear of horror movies is much more of a recent, you know, early 20s. Right. Like, yeah, you know, we're uh, way off the track here. You know what <laughs> did me in on horror movies? like beside, like high school uh, uh Friday or not Friday the 13th them Freddy movies is what did me in in but like where yeah. I was like you know what yeah. we're not doing this anymore was Scream like we're not doing oh, this yeah. anymore Like I know that was <laughs> funny and all but that shit was also very scary so The like, Ring yeah, and The know. Grudge
1: those were the ones that kind of mess with me yeah, uh, yeah those, those, those Japanese rip off Japanese uh, boy, I was boy, traveling man. one time this is yeah. I was traveling one time and I was flipping around and The Shining was on. I was like, "Oh, let me watch this." Two minutes in, I'm like, "Nope, I'm out. I'm like, I can't. I can't watch The Shining uh, in a hotel on the road." Nope, no, I'm good. Nope, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. That, yeah. Man,
2: that's not happening.
0: That yeah, should today. still freak me out to this day. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, and that's a freaky part in that movie too. But yeah, I was like, "I don't know. No, thank you." Um, all right, sorry. Yeah, letter letter D. Sorry about that. Um, Letter D is Disney's finally became official the other day, acqu- uh, acquires the Fox uh, company. I kind of want to deal with this from a, a different angle and the comic book angle, too. I think, one, like, people are online, are like, yeah, you know, people are excited about X-Men and the characters coming back to Marvel, blah, 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 blah. And then there's mm-hmm. other people, and I think this is kind of what Brother B was talking about the other day. This is just a significant, or not a significant, but a vocal minority of people who just like to undercut stuff just to be contrarians about like Mm -hmm. oh well a lot of people lost their jobs and you know this is like this big Mm -hmm. deal about this whatever and it was like okay but when did y'all ever care about people losing their jobs before brother b was like (laughs) is this just like hating on disney for the sake of it
1: yeah so you know there's a funny thing like uh I'm going to take this in a completely different direction because this is just an example I saw recently, and and you also actually this came up because I told you I was going to see Reich and then you texted that uh, the 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 screenshot Awful. of Silent Lucidity right? Okay, so they have a new lead singer. <laughs> Again, I, I'm going to take this way off. They have a new lead Sorry. singer, and uh, every time like there's a post anywhere online, you just scroll down to the the, the, the scr- to the, like the bottom, and it's like. Uh, yeah, Todd, Todd sucks, Jeff, no Queensryche without Jeff Tate, Todd LaTorre sucks, all this stuff, right? So they've made like three albums, and this guy's, at this point, is legitimately better than their singer is, than their old singer was now. So that now that that's established, the new line is like, oh. No, no, they suck since Chris Degarmo left. So fuck both of them. And so it's like, you know, there. It's not really an argument. It's just like, yeah. Yeah. it's just the opportunity for people to talk shit. And so, like, so if, just you, to complain. if you bring up like a, a perspective of something that's negative, it's just it, that's just you're just you're using that as the lens to focus whatever is terrible right. in your life. That's and it's good you that you get that, that out. <laughs> But then yeah. so many people fall for the bait and try and actually yeah. have that conversation, and it's just fruitless.
0: F- funny you should say that. That went on in our text <laughs> chain. And, you know, female perspective and Big Hutch aren't on here or whatever. <laughs> and, again, I, you know, uh, you know, I, I think i have not introduced or whatever, but I keep putting this in there when we're having these conversations about damn Disney. I'm like, stop moving the goalposts. Like, that's exactly. not your original argument. Like, every time I'm like, no, this is what it is, you're like, oh, but what about, you know, you know, fuck Walt Disney, he did and, 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 whatever, he was still a Nazi. I'm like, but yeah. that's not what we're talking about here, exactly. you know, like, I'm not defending this. Like, you, I mean, I could say anything about anybody and, and, you know, say a negative thing about them, like, that, you're moving the goalposts. And so uh-huh. Sandman has made a, a, a conscious effort to never mention Disney in, <laughs> in the, uh, the group text chain.
3: So I
0: try. I do what I can. I've yeah. listened to Sandler, I, I learned my lesson. I fell
1: for it the other day. <laughs> but it's all good. You did,
0: yeah. yeah. And again, like I said, you can't argue. I was like, with "Ooh, that looks doesn't... like
1: some delicious bait." Yum 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 yum. <laughs> they hooked me. They hooked me. It's
0: Chum in the water, bro. Chum in the water. It's uh, like you, you cannot argue with people that don't use logic. Like, that's just exactly. not it. Like, you can't be like, you know, oh, you know, like, I do, you know, I can play both sides of this coin, but I could also understand, like, yes, this one thing happened. Also, this thing also happened, and one necessarily doesn't negate the other one. So, but yeah, whatever, right. that's just too right. I
1: try and uh, make it clear, like, there's any number of things that I'm just going to be irrational about. But I try and make that clear. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> okay, argument to ensue, but just to understand, I'm going to be saying increasingly ridiculous things. Like, I used to tell my dad that Dave Craig was the best quarterback in the league because I was a Seahawks fan, and he, like, would get furious, and I would just keep arguing.
2: And, you know, he wasn't, but
0: that
1: didn't
2: stop me from arguing it. Wow.
0: Dave Dave Craig
2: reference. Nice.
0: (laughs) You could have really – thank God you didn't have advanced statistics back then with your dad. You would have literally blew his head off. Like, he would have – well, actually, if you look at the QBRs and the uh, win-loss replacement stats, (laughs) uh, anyway, but yes, from a Disney taking the characters over uh, thing, we kind of alluded to it there. I mean, I the I, I thats sure funny. How
1: how long ago did we actually adduce the letter, and we haven't even really got to the subject of this? <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, yes, yeah. yeah,
0: sorry. Disney officially gets them, and yeah, you know, good for them. They get. Their characters or whatever—it looks like they're not even thinking about doing anything until like 2021, 2022. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we got some time before anything happens. So uh, who do you think gets done first? I guess would might be the better question. Like uh, Sandman, Fantastic Four, or X Men.
2: Yeah, for me, I think it's the Fantastic Four. It's just the fact that you just have less characters on on the surface already to deal with. I mean, you just you got the main four, and I mean, if they do do that, I think they're going to. Uh, slowly yeah. roll out Doom. I don't think they're going to rush into it with him, which I would think would be a good a good thing to do because the uh, I think one of the mistakes the other movies have done is like they want to uh, do their story and Doom's story at the same time. And this has happened with uh, other movies, period. You just can't squeeze all that storytelling into you know, two hour, two and a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour period and still have it be a coherent story, and let alone be good. So that would be my choice. X-Men is so... Oh, God, you're talking about an entire another universe in itself that you're trying to get into now. So uh, that would be my choice do the Fantastic Four first.
0: Brother Beavis.
1: Well, I think part of it depends on whether or not this X-Men Phoenix sh- is actually going to see the light of day. Because both mm. of those franchises are going to have to go through a significant... Have, We'll have gone through a significant cooling off period to get rid of the stank of the last yeah. movie they came out with. So, yeah. from yeah. that perspective, you would think Fantastic Four could come around. And I agree. Uh, even if it's to get Doom and Submariner on the board to swing them back into an Avengers story, I think there's more uh, there's more potential there than to have uh, bring the X-Men in, which. You know, regardless of crossover and or A versus X or whatever, has always been much more of a self-contained universe. Yeah, right. right. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. It, it's um, wrestling reference, not uncommon on this show. It really almost feels like freaking SmackDown and Raw. You know, like because even though <laughs> they're all doing the same thing, <laughs> it might be best if you don't have them mixed together like at all, except for like WrestleMania like because it no at a point like they need to exist on their own and reestablish themselves. I think the X-Men probably needs a more reestablishment as much because as much as yeah. we really maybe enjoyed the original X-Men movie and X2 many of their right. other movies cuz I think there's 13 of them or so I heard or something it's a bu- it's a bunch of movies yeah, I mean, more than you think actually when you put in Wolverine when well, when you put in Wolverine and you put in um mm-hmm. you know there's what men? The three original movies, then the three Can other count movies, then this one? I mean, a dead no. Yeah, yeah, if you yeah. count that. Like, I mean, there's just right. been some, there's a bunch of movies in there, and many of them aren't very good. So I just, right, I just think that they might need more of a revitalization than people realize. Like, I think they really need to get life breathed into them, and it might take a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. and so then I, I think, think what I'm know,
1: hearing you say is there's going to be an X Men movie, and then Tony Stark is going to come in and give every single one of them a stunner. And then shake his finger, choke a beer, and like leave them all sprawled out in their (laughs) own Movie is that what you're predicting?
0: Well, if they want to keep it a hundred, is Spider Man will come in and beat all of the X Men, uh, Secret Wars style, and uh, leave them all laying for dead and spray, you know, ASM, Amazing Spider Man on their backs, and then go out through the (laughs) ceiling and the roof. And that'll be the end of it. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm again, I'm looking forward to it. I don't really, like I said, I know the capitalism part of it is not necessarily great or one studio controlling, like, all these, like, communications. Like, I do get that part of it. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean... And how is that going to affect me as an educator of any way, shape, or form? Probably not that <laughs> much. So, I mean, I'm, I'm straight. So All right. right. That's Blurred Notes. Uh, man, 30 minutes of Blurred Notes, y'all. Good grief. I, I swear I'm to one. break it into two parts. But like I said, well, I think the book reviews are going to be kind of short tonight. So um, Right. None of them are really any good anyway. All right, so uh, so the first part of uh, when we get into these damn books is that's day one, but we don't have a DC book tonight, we have uh, the review of Shazam. Now, I'm the only one that saw it, um, I got a lot of things to say about it. This is will be a spoiler review, so I want to make sure that if you don't want it spoiled, don't um, listen past this point, go ahead and skip uh, you know, probably 10 or 15 minutes or I hope it don't take that long. Probably about, you know, 5 to 10 minutes of this review. Alright, so, uh, and shout out to the Takes Comics folks for, uh, letting me have their passes. Alright, um, it's fun. It's a fun movie. Shazam is a fun movie. It is just geared towards younger kids. And I kinda, I sent this out in the text chain and Hutch kinda replied back to this, and I'll kinda make a more modern reference. Remember when you went to go see the original Transformers movie? Um, in movie theaters, not the cartoon. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. Optimus. Um, no, the original live action um uh, Transformers movie. Right. Yes. Okay, and you were like, "Man, this is kind of fun," and, you know it's kind of geared for kids, and it's got a bunch of stupid jokes in it. But because it is geared for kids, because they're gonna sell toys or whatever, it's kind of in that realm of a movie. It's like, okay, like I get why this is fun. I get why people are liking it. I get why people are laughing and cheering at the por- like. I get all of that. But it's also not made for me, and you know we've had this conversation before, where a lot of this stuff is like, you know what? As we're transitioning in age or whatever, none of this shit is really made for us. But mm-hmm. I think it shows itself more so in certain instances, and this would be one of those instances. The crowd I saw this movie with, they was laughing. I mean, I had a bunch of DC nerds behind me. They're like, ah! I mean, they were way into it. There was some lady I thought was going to have a conniption fit you know (laughs) black term from laughing so hard in front of me man she was just like at the jokes and they are essentially like dick and fart jokes i mean essentially (laughs) you know they do if you if you listen to this might have even i don't know if it was season four or this season we reviewed the first shazam book um on its relaunch or whatever the first issue of that book is essentially like this movie you know, where we get the, the you know, yeah. Billy gets adopted. Yeah, we, well, you get the, the freaking magic stuff. Billy gets adopted. You have all the Marvel family there. You know, I mean, all of that stuff is in the book. It just had the different villain or whatever with Shib- uh I keep wanting to call him Savannah. Dr. Shibago or whatever. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, the, you know, they get his history in there. There's some bad CGI. Like, he's the main villain, but he has, like, the seven deadly sins as his, mm. um, like, his posse. But they're just bad CGI villains, like really bad, like monsters mm. or whatever. And, you know, you get the origin story, he gets the powers, he doesn't know how to use them. He's got a man in the chair, which is the, the, the disabled, like, um, uh, adopted brother or whatever. Right. And, you know, he knows right. all about superheroes. And, and the movie has was filmed when they were trying to do an extended universe. And so you'll see a lot, there's a lot of right. Batman versus Superman references in it. A lot.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, really? Including the the tag. Yeah, oh, at the, ta- the tag, at the, not the tag at the end, but the last scene of the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, I'm spoiling how hardcore here. Um, that, um, like, uh, Shazam comes to, like, the cafeteria, like, uh, at the school where all the kids go to school. And Mm -hmm. he's like, yeah, and I brought a friend with me. And somebody comes in. It's Superman, but they don't show his face. But it's in the uh, Man of Steel suit. And it's like, oh, "Oh," you know, and then that's it. So, I mean, there's that. You do get the Marvel family where they all come together for a team up or whatever. And they all get their new bodies. You do get that. I I text y'all, too. I was like, and Mary Marvel, who is... I wouldn't say Captain Marvel or Shazam's equal or anything like that, but I mean, of all the Marvel kids, she is by far the most um, well-known one, and she yeah. hardly gets any play in the whole thing, and I'm just like, that's kind of weird, you know, she's yeah. clearly the, the most well-known of the Marvel kids, and right. um, and you know it's fun. He can't use his powers. He finds you know love in his heart for the Marvel kids and the family. And blah, ba-dee, 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 ba-dee. you know, and it and it moves itself <laughs> into a logical point. There are tons of jokes. Not a whole lot of action until you get to like the kind of the last quarter or so of Third the Um right.
3: Yeah,
0: it's not. I mean, it's fine. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not ripping it. But, as I said to you, Brother Beavis, you said something about the books that we're going to do tonight. It's like, yeah, not being bad does not necessarily mean it being good. Okay, that's the review for this movie. Like, it's not trash like Justice League or Batman versus Superman. It's not that. But mm-hmm. that it's better than those. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's good. It's just not shit. If, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense for a review. It's a good enough movie that is, yeah, that is geared towards... Like, my daughter, who's 12, loved it. Like, oh, you know, she loved it. She liked the jokes or whatever. I mm-hmm. think my son, who's going to be 14, would really like it, too, had he gone. They would, that, that's the, like, 15 is probably the cutoff. Maybe 16. Maybe, maybe, maybe if they're immature. And, like, below. And that's your group. That is the target audience for that movie. It's freaking Transformers. That's it. Right. You know, right. That's about all I can do. You know, you get you get some sort of you get two like end credit scenes that t- that tie the movie firmly to like a, a Aquaman, and uh, there's a like a villain thing in there with Doctor Doctor Zhivago, who's in my head. I'm not gonna stop, and um, <laughs> that's pretty much like it. Like there's a thing there. Like I said, I think the Rock Dwayne Johnson has an executive producer credit on this movie, uh, so you were thinking like, oh shit, maybe Black Adam's gonna show up at some point in time. Um, he doesn't spoiler he does not okay. and and um, I mean there's some cheesy parts to it as I said in the text chain I was like big hutch and brother Beavis will hate that movie for completely different reasons my brother will hate it because he doesn't like kid superhero stuff even though he likes Shazam it's one of his favorite characters and the character is kind of corny and like I said to y'all I was like I think the movie works because the character's corny of course they're going to make a corny movie like trying to make him into superman wouldn't make any sense so mm-hmm. it, it makes sense in that regard but he doesn't like all those little kids and stuff like he just he'll hate that part so mm-hmm. it's so much so he'll you know he'll hate it brother b mm-hmm. on the other hand will hate it just because like uh how do i describe it like it just won't make any like logical sense to you like there's no sense <laughs> of logic in it like none you know, it's just like, that, um, that typically okay. is a problem Yes, yeah, and the villain's yeah. is not great, so I was just like, oh, they're going to hate it for different reasons, but, I mean, would I tell you not to see it? No. Like, I would just DVD, Redbox, uh, you know, right. HBO, whatever. Like, you could totally wait on it. Like I said, had they not sent me, you know, let me lose their passes, I totally would have waited on it, too. Um, hmm. So, yeah. I, I, like, I was straight. I was definitely leaning yeah. for, to Fire Stick. Uh, sounds, like you know, yeah. sounds like a popcorn movie. Yeah,
2: sounds like just it a, is, a nice Saturday it, it popcorn It probably
0: night. plays... Yeah, it probably plays a lot better on TNT. It probably would, like, to be honest yeah. with you. But, you know, if you watch it in a place where there's a bunch of teenagers, they're going to love it. They're going to be like, man, this movie's fucking awesome. I can't believe whatever. It's That's what they're trying to do. They're like, trying to hook, you know, the young yeah, kids and you know, for the next 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, and again, these movies aren't supposed to be made for us. We are out of the Target demo. Like, I get yep. that. We out. Like, don't get me wrong. Way out. <laughs> But there's also, where you go to certain movies or whatever, where you go and you take your kids, or you're at that movie, there's also times where you're just like, you know, hey, I get that joke, because that's a joke for kids that are not 14. Like, you know, like they build Mm -hmm. those jokes in there for the adults that are in the crowd, and I think Marvel does a pretty good job of that. Like, DC, it isn't. They're like, you know, hey, this joke is for, like, 12-year-olds, and then the adults may laugh at it, too, but it's for 12-year-olds. Oh, okay. Right. And that's it and you accept it but yeah. overall meh. i don't know if i had to give it a grade meh. i don't know a c plus it sounds like a c to me
3: yeah
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. c plus c minus okay.
3: you know i gave okay. you all
0: my dc extended universe uh rankings or whatever i forgot to put suicide squad on there and i don't I'm know if suicide squad squad is worse than <laughs> wait i don't know if it's worse than justice league because justice league is really bad like, yeah, really it's really bad. Not... I don't... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I to yeah. say, I don't know if there's anything really worse than Justice League. And... No, uh, I, think, I think BBS is
2: worse than Justice League, honestly.
0: You think that's so? Just, that's uh, just
2: me.
1: Uh, I think yeah. Man of Steel is worse than Justice League. Yeah.
2: Really?
3: See, I
0: don't hate Man of Steel as much as they're, a lot of people do.
2: They're all like that, though. They're all just kind of black. So, I mean, which. And you mm-hmm. ask d- different people, they're going to have their own version, you know, which one is worse than the other one. And But they're all mm-hmm. kind of the same to me. Eh, not great. Not necessarily terrible, but not great either. Now, just hey, can I just pile on to Death Day 1?
1: Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so I've watched Titans, and it has yeah. problems. Uh, yeah. It has promise, <laughs> but it has problems. Yeah, but I really like right. I really like um, Doom Patrol.
0: I, oh. I was going to say that in earlier something that was anybody watching that because the people on the Twitters or whatever are like, "Oh, Doom Patrol is awesome." I just don't know anything about the characters, so I haven't really yeah. watched. It's it. It's somewhere so
1: between a- um, the relaunch of the Tick on Amazon and the <laughs> first <laughs> season of um, of Legion. So mm. it's like. Kind of trippy and abstract, like Legion. Right. But there's a lot of like irreverence, like you would see in the Tick. Um, okay. I think it's really yeah. good.
3: Okay.
0: Yeah, I, I haven't watched it. That's you know, my daughter is like the DC person in this house, and so since she hasn't said anything about it, um, I hadn't watched it. And then like mm. Titans well, was definitely it's not she,
1: I would say she's not appropriate. Right. There's a lot of okay. f bombs we'll, in it.
0: Yeah. Mm, we'll Titan, a Titan is not was not a, oh, a Titan um,
1: The thing that's the thing that pisses me off about Titans is its needlessly extreme. Like
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> right. It's like you don't have to be WB, but you also don't have to like drop the F bomb. And the fact that yep. the whole story hinges on Robin deciding that he's going to kill somebody when he's been, yeah. you know, like witness to everyone else on the team murdering people the entire season is like, uh, I, don't know, uh, I, don't really. <laughs> I think you guys picked the wrong hook. I mean, there's, this, yeah. there's
3: just, it has yeah. problems.
1: It, it,
0: yeah, it yeah. does. It, it has multiple problems. Um, but it, it, like Spider-Man, I said, it has
1: promise too. It's just, it yeah. has problems.
0: Yeah, the Starfire controversy was really just a controversy also, you know, yeah. people yeah. being mad. Like, she's really, like, one of the better parts of the whole freaking yeah. show, to be quite honest with you. Um, hmm. but, she's fine. Yeah.
1: Um. There's a weird thing, though, like, it seems like in at least the first half of the season, there's, like, a ton of scenes that are just, like, have really weird shots of her hands. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what... What really? is why do what is happening here? Yeah, I yeah. don't know. It's just like there seems to be like all these scenes like just about like they're just focused on her hands, and I don't know what's mm-hmm. happening. But <laughs> strange, <laughs> yeah, she yeah. was fine.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I mean, I have no. I mean, yeah. No, like, um, I, mean, like I would say, say
1: she was fine, and she's fine.
0: Doesn't, yeah, she's very fine. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Uh, if they're looking to cast Storm in some other way, shape, or form for yeah. that acquisition, she would not be a terrible choice. Oh, no. I think so, yeah, I think Raven.
1: Movie. I think the Raven casting was kind of weak. I think weak. Robin was okay, but Beast when they put him in kinda. his detective suit, he looks like a little yeah. kid in a in a big boy's outfit. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah I've and and these boys sure just, them, just yeah. sort of tacked on.
0: Yeah. And the crap with um freaking Hawk and Dove was freaking. Yeah. Well, Dove's the stand in
1: for Barbara Gordon, uh, yeah. in the mm-hmm. wheelchair. Yeah. Uh, Donna Troy is
2: awesome.
0: Yeah. yeah, Donna Troy was nice. Yeah, I think I, I don't, for how far I got in that. I know I didn't finish it, but I, I probably got like halfway through it. it was it's like a Kid, shit, it's it is Kid Flash in it too. It's Kid
2: Flash. mentioned there? Yeah,
0: uh, not yeah. Yet. yeah. Okay. It's just needlessly violent, and I don't, you know, like I said, my wife doesn't watch violent stuff, and that's why it'd be something I have to watch by myself. That's never gonna happen. So. All, right. <laughs> All right, so that's yeah, that's day one, DC. So we gave you a review of Shazam, Doom Patrol and freaking Titans, that's your three. That's day so don't three, ask for yeah, that's a bunch. At, yeah, day three, for sure, but yeah, so go see Shazam if y'all like that kind of thing. You know, Zach Levy's good enough in it or whatever, but nah, I, I, yeah, that's it. All right, let's get into these damn books, and like I said, we're gonna get through a few of these probably fairly quickly here. Up first is Winter Soldier number five. We've been reviewing this book over the course of this particular season, and I guess maybe last season, uh, as Bucky Barnes' redemption tour has uh, gone into full uh, full speed ahead as he is uh, moving people out when they've done stuff bad, usually from Hydra or whatever. And he tried to get killed by this fake dude is looking like Bucky Barnes, his kid. He saved this kid as well, and he's taking him in as his ward, a la Batman and the Robin. And at the end of the last issue, we had his father (air quotations) show up to try to reestablish himself in this dude's life, and then this book is really a kind of that backstory or whatever. You want to take this, brother Beavis? Uh
1: I don't think you want that to happen because here's what I took <laughs> away from the Winter Soldier number four: it's the book that comes after Winter Soldier number three. And that's the book yeah. that comes before Winter Soldier number five. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Next. I mean, that's that's my assessment of this book.
0: It's well, a lot of filler. There's yeah. a few more details in there uh, as, <laughs> as as new as new Bucky uh, meets his father, and it tells this story about how he's going to try to. Uh, getting back in his son's life, and it—but it is a ruse from the gentleman that you know that came about uh, in the early parts of the book that sent the original Bucky or the old, the new Bucky out there to kill the old Bucky. Um, uh, he's his dad's RJ. a loser. Yeah. He met this dude. Yeah, he met this dude in jail. I mean, I don't know. I mean, this book has. I mean, I think we all like the the art. And we all liked the first three books mm-hmm. because it, w- you know, because we know the story is going to end. I mean, again, you're going to get a filler book eventually to get to the conclusion. This book probably full of filler. Um, yeah. Not probably. This book is full of filler. I it's mean, Sam, you read it. What did you think? I mean, What'd as far as a,
2: as far as they, it, it, like you said, inevitably they had to c- bring in the backstory of this character and where he came from and why he's here and. Um, this is his old man's um, story. He's basically a two-bit crook, <laughs> and now he's yes. trying to use his kid to kind of get back into another life after he gets out of jail. After Winter Soldier basically uh, gets him a new life to start over, he has no intention of going really back to his old life. He's just telling him
3: yeah.
2: his son that and uh, Bucky that. And he's planning, worse, he's planning on using his kid to help fund his new uh, life which is just like the old one so yeah it was i mean it was fine for a back backstory filler i mean as long as you don't not expect too much action you know it's c level i would say you know as yeah. far as um uh, everything together i mean it was
0: fine yeah. uh the conclusion is or whatever is that possibly bucky killed the father spoiler alert. yeah typically I'm sure, I'm snap
1: sure. is the indicator that someone has yeah. died so well yeah, yeah. I, I and
3: mean, that's that's, that's still, what makes
1: it annoying for me is like they so he starts off as the antagonist and then they make him friends just to get back to him being the antagonist at the end i
0: mean yeah. eh. mm-hmm. it's a swerve it, i mean it's a potential swerve or whatever but it's also got to set up this potentially you know, fake fight between old Bucky and new Bucky in the final issue, and I don't know that you needed to wait till the final issue for that, or you could have built up to the point where, you know, he didn't adopt him initially, and, you know, you could have had them have this, you know, fight, battle, or whatever, over another set of issues, or whatever, but really the last two issues have just been about him protecting this kid. And again, that's not to say that that's a terrible story, or whatever, it's just to say that I don't know. It's just kind of run its course a little bit. I, I, I hear, yeah, I don't know. All right. yeah. So thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. Brother Beavis, this is an easy one for you. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> the thumbs thumbs to the right pointing to the next issue. That's where my thumb is. Yeah. Let's get to the yeah.
0: end. <laughs> Let's get to the end. Sandman, thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. Yeah,
2: kind of in the middle. It was okay. I didn't hate it, so I guess that's something. Yeah. Middle middle way.
0: Yeah, I yeah, I took it as just, I mean, I can't give it a thumbs up, but I just took it as like, oh, okay, we're trying to get to the end of this book, and we got to tell a story because we can't, like, tell any more stories about this, Um, so let's just tell this one, and I thought it was fine enough, but yeah, thumbs in the middle. Um, I, Again, I think this more improves anything what we said when we start reviewed it the first time. We definitely do not need a monthly Winter Soldier book Like right now. Like, six definitely issues, not. more, five issues, more than enough, like, do not push it. Okay. All right, next up, I'll take this one, uh, Age of X-Men, Next Generation. Now, as much as I, we have shit on the Grant Morrison <laughs> mutants um, over the course <laughs> of this podcast. <laughs> That's putting it lightly. We have <laughs> yeah, we've taken quite the defecation on them. Uh, when Age of X-Men happened, they did get their own book and their own attempt to shine here called x uh Age of X-Men, next generation, and you get all your faves and Glob and all of those people in there. And essentially this book
3: is,
0: (laughs) yes, this book is about that group of mutants where they're at the school, they're the next generation of mutants or whatever that aren't quite X-Men yet, just like in the regular universe, but Glob understands that something is wrong. Like there's something going on and he knows that they're in an alternate universe. And the mind wipes that they have done on them didn't work on him because of his glob, his uh, his, his exoskeleton, marks. that yeah. gooey stuff. Yes, yeah. thank you. And and so he pushed that uh, on one of the other mutants in there. I can't remember her name. You remember her name, Sandman? Uh, armor. He. It's, yeah, yeah he, armor. Yeah, he's. Yeah, she's he,
2: Japanese. He, so Hisako is her real
0: name. Yeah, he's yeah he splays his jizz on her, so that she <laughs> cannot be mind wiped. And she didn't like getting the jizz spread on her. And um, but now that he did it and he explained everything to her, you know, from the previous issue, there was an incident that had happened. And the other the other mutants that were there don't remember anything about the incident. And she does now. And so he has this issue was him explaining that whole process to her. There's another one of them that's in like a mutant cult, like one of the other uh, Next Generation. She's in a cult. Every time they mind wipe her, she, you know, she comes back like, you know, because she takes this vial to remember everything. It's like reverse men in black and shit. And um, she goes and goes back and rejoins this thing. And the crew of those mutants is, who is it, Maggot? Who else is in uh, there Sandman. man? Jesus. The, the, um. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, all your know. all your favorites Maggot. are here.
2: Um,
0: yeah, um, it wasn't
2: good. What, rock Rockslide was what? What's the name? Um, Sharp no, Rockslide.
0: Rock Slide's is under. That? No, Rockslide's under the the Bad Mutants or whatever. It's Maggot and uh, Oh, the, the, you're talking about the other group. Yeah, here. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah
0: the Yeah the ones that yeah. are loyal. They're loyal. Yeah, to yeah Maggot the is the only one I remembered. Yeah, that I yeah. They're they're you. loyal to Apocalypse. They're like all praise in Sabaner or whatever, you know. And they greet yeah. each other with these, you know, whatever. And they keep getting mine wiped. Apocalypse is some sort of, um, I, I, almost like a Jesus like figure. I haven't read his book, but the way this is written is that he's some like Jesus like figure. That's not yeah. made um, Gray, and leads his own little revolution, whatever, which the X Men are trying to to uh, stop out. Um, And that's, I mean, that's basically this book essentially is them, you know, uh, him trying to free the minds of all these other people. And the other group is actually trying to, you know, blow up the system. And, you know, it's the matrix. You know, we got to free these minds of these people. And, you know, we're going to do it by blowing up the man, the X mansion. And that's, you know, pretty much roll cut. Well, yeah, that's right, pretty much right. But I, I, again, I've shit on these those characters before. But this book has actually been kind of interesting because I read the first two issues. Sandman, what you think of it? Next Gen? Um, it's they're trying to
2: unravel the mystery that's going on here. I thought it was it was decent. Uh, it was better than I thought. I don't care for much for the characters for you know Glob yeah. and the gang. You know, I the Maggot. As soon mm-hmm. as I saw him, my eyes almost rolled out of my damn head. So. Oh, um, this is—I mean, it's fine again. This, this is another C level. Um, I give it C plus, um, halfway, halfway yeah. up. Yeah, so not terrible,
0: yeah. not terrible. Yeah, I—I I mean, I'd probably go a little higher than that. I'd probably give it a thumbs up again. The characters are terrible. Like they just—maybe
3: <laughs> that's just kinda why. Kind of hoping, brother
0: Beavis. Well, Brother Beers, I'm kind of hoping at the end that they are just, like, leave them there. Like, remember how they left people, like, in the multiverse or whatever? Just leave them in this, <laughs> yeah. like, universe to themselves because <laughs> nobody is asking for the Rock Slide X-Men characters, like, at all. Like, this is not happening. So...
1: Yeah, and and I don't know how they, they make that leap. Like, I don't know how they ever get them over.
0: I don't think there is a moment for them, to be honest with you. I think they are literally the new mutants of um, this That's generation. The feeling I got. You know, know feels like, like the new year. Yeah. It's Funny,
1: you should bring that up. Uh, <laughs> we'll be talking about them shortly. The roster of the yeah, next very book.
0: Sure. Yeah, well, let me get through Nightcrawler, the ama- Age of X-Men, the Amazing Nightcrawler. We reviewed this book, Issue 1-2, during this season at some point, and um, this one, uh, again, moving on the narrative. This book, by the way, is I don't know how do I put this. It's it's fun, but it also nothing is really happening in it but it is fun like i I mean that part i i generally enjoy about it because you never get a chance to see nightcrawler really in his own book i mean again we had the horrible series back in 84 with the bamps and shit but beyond that like you never really see him get to be the star and in this book he's literally the star of the book in more ways than one and the entire plot revolves essentially around him and for whatever reason, there's something in this universe where you are not supposed to get busy with people. Like when, when Bishop is still in that prison for digging down Jean Grey. Mm-hmm. And so our last issue, Nightcrawler dick down his, his co-star and Megan. he is completely rife with guilt after it's over. I was like, yeah, I've been there, Nightcrawler. I know how yeah. that goes. But it's usually for a different reason. Like, mm, I shouldn't have <laughs> did that. But not because I think the X-Men are going to round me up and kill me. Um, uh, it's more so like the, they they're not supposed to do that. They're not supposed to have physical relations with people. And he did and he does the absolute man thing to do. He's like I got some place to be. But he could really do that. He didn't have to like get in a car and like take a walk of shame. He could vamp himself to it yeah, walk. He just on out. He's like I got to go.
3: Bam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So he leaves. I got to go I got to go clear my head. And so he leaves. He comes back though. Obviously, he's like, you know, because he's not that dude. And she's like, this could work. He's like, this can't work. Like, no, we have to keep a secret. And like, you know, maybe we'll be more in love with each other on the screen. That's gonna help us make more money. He's like, no, nah, baby, this ain't gonna work. And he's like, you know what? We can try. You know, because he's Nightcrawler. And so the the rest of the story revolves around um who's that lady sandman like Um, that story there's something going on with the the triplets or whatever yeah
2: yeah the the cuckoos Cuckoos are they're they're their assistants basically of their um their studio studio x there's a film studio that basically films x-men
0: makes all my college movies yeah Yeah,
2: and 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 they're they're kind of like the coordinators of everything and um lady mastermind is uh in this universe yeah. is the head of the mastermind studios rival I guess, studio, like a, a, rival yeah. studio like a competitor and she's mm-hmm. basically trying to get them to merge if, if i remember right um with the with the x studio x and they don't want that night yeah. does not want that and um and so basically uh, lady mastermind is trying to pull some shenanigans and make it happen was the gist of it Um uh, unless yeah. I missed
0: something so yeah, yeah. She's no, up, that, that was it
3: yeah
0: yeah, yeah and but and, but having the cuckoos apart is a mm-hmm. part of that team like Raven like Lady Mastermind has kidnapped the one to work for them because if they can't hide mine without the three of them together and she's right. purposely keeping them separate and again they have some there's a reason for that they just haven't explained it yet um, and yeah and so then there's this weird scene where Nightcrawler gets invited to this club, like what? What was that movie what? with Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise when they was married? It was the Eyes Wide um, Shut? Eyes Wide that Shut. That Stanley Yeah, Kidman that's movie? it. Yeah, it's okay. it. yeah, some yeah. awesome Eyes Wide Shut. I mean, nobody's having like threesomes and shit, but everybody's got their little mask <laughs> on and like, oh, nobody knows, you know, like this place where mutants can like go and fuck, and um, nobody knows about it. I'm like, hold on a second, nigga. This nigga is blue. Like how y'all gonna not know he's like the biggest star in the world as well? I thought, But y'all not yeah. gonna know that that's not, yeah. Because he got. Yeah, a that mask immediately, on.
2: yeah, come that immediately came to my mind with me too. I was like, okay, that's not gonna work. Yeah. So <laughs> next. Yeah,
0: it's like yeah, how's so. it like? I mean, how? Like she's like, no, you know, we can be free here. Nobody's gonna say anything. You know, blah 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 blah, and it's like, yeah, I don't know about all that, and that's <laughs> Nightcrawler's thought process as well. <laughs> yeah, he eventually is like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, pretty quickly. Yeah, because she's like, you know, because it's like a disco. They're like in a disco, and you know, boom, 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 boom. He's like, no, nah, can't do this, you know. And he, and there's people from the studio, and uh, ironically enough, Nightcrawler, the blue nigga, sees the other black dude that was in the first book. He's like, ain't that that nigga over there? How are you gonna fucking see who he is? <laughs> like, yeah, how right. Are you, how are you gonna tell me that we can't? I can accept exactly who that is. So, yeah, that was, that this ain't was funny. <laughs> I got the goat. He's like, "I'm sorry," and he bamps. He bamps himself to another rock shane. He goes back to his house, and then when he gets back to his house, his—I don't know. I'm assuming it's his mother in this book as well. He gets back mm-hmm. to his house, and it's Mystique, and Mystique. she's waiting there. And yeah, she's like, right. you know, she's got secrets and an envelope that never works out well. And uh, cut roll tape. Again, it seems like I'm kind of shitting on it. I'm not shitting on it. It's actually kind of entertaining. There's just nothing happening in it. Like if you're looking for right. a traditional comic book book where there's like a villain and there's going to be some fighting or whatever, there's none of that in this issue. It's very much just all you know exposition and storytelling. And again, mm. not a bad thing. It's just not. It is what it is. All right, right. Sam, man. What you think of that one? <sighs>
2: This wasn't that bad, you know. It's like it's just kind of like the other ones. It seems to be a theme today, like just unraveling the mystery. We're doing like, like you said, a lot of exposition, a lot of talking, and um, I, it did kind of have me because I'm kind of curious, like what exactly the hell is going on here. And uh, so I give it a B minus. It, it did hold my um, okay. uh, my interest. So that's thumbs yeah. up then. Yeah, that's thumbs up. So that's mainly. thumbs up. One one quick one mm-hmm. quick mm-hmm. irritant that I had. This guy cannot draw feet. That's the only thing I can. No, yeah. <laughs> There's some panel where it <laughs> is, like, bad. I just, I I, I saw mm. it, I just could not unsee it. Other than that, I, I the, the nice. book's pretty decent.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, um, yeah, I sent y'all that picture of Rob Liefeld's Avengers. Oh, no, it was Justice League <laughs> the other day, right? I sent y'all that. Yeah. Absolutely was terrible. It. Yeah, it was the worst. Hello, everybody. He's the worst. If you like Rob Lachey, please stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> please, <and> thank you. <laughs> you yeah, we are never going to agree on that at all. It's mm. so a side brother topic. I, I guess I never. I man, I didn't do that either. I went to, uh, I guess, Comic Con Revolution. It'll be two or three weeks ago now, and Fabian Nascina is was there. And like Mm. his big thing on his placard was essentially co-creator of Deadpool. I was like, "Yeah, you got the shaft on that one, bro." Because nobody think about your name when when (laughs) Deadpool come up. You got me, Shaft. Yeah, man. I was like, uh, and you know, like people would say something to him. I was like, kind of standing there, and he was off to the side, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm going to talk about it in my panel or whatever." I was
3: like, "Nigga."
0: yeah, that ain't going to work. <laughs> okay, what you got to say to your
3: pants? Ain't nobody looking at you like that. <laughs> yeah, he got curvy. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sorry, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he got
0: curvy. Yeah. He completely yeah. got curvy. And Rob Lyngo <laughs> out here drawing feet that look like freaking refrigerators. And he's sitting there stuck at, the table
3: oh, at like so a table at a small
0: con in West Palm Beach. So, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm thumbs up on that, bro. Very good. Yeah. fire. There you go. <laughs> I need to do my review for that con, by the way. Oops. I need to get that taken care of. All right. <laughs> All right next up, and to finish the two books of the night, it's Uncanny X-Men 13 and 14. Now, you going to do this one, Brother Beavis? You ain't, you know, read nothing for Winter Soldier. you got to lead on this. You weren't so happy about these either. Yeah, there's
1: there was one particular scene. <laughs> Actually, there was one thing I wanted to dwell on in this one. Let me give it to real. Okay. So, uh, X-Men 13 it picks up i guess so they just invaded some super secret place and the best they could come up with was the new mutants half of which Mm -hmm. are now all like warlock infested so they're hiding away yeah yeah Yeah. and so the thing that caught my immediate attention is like cyclops makes a list and uh he checks it twice and i i I would like to dwell (laughs) on this list here for a minute so apparently, uh, I don't know if this is. I guess this is all villains. But so at the top of the list is Dark Beast. That mm-hmm. that's a stretch. I mean, I mean, yeah. yeah, he's been a significant character, but he's top of the list. I don't get that. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Sinister, we all know him. That's a good call. Mm-hmm. Cassandra mm-hmm. Nova. Thank you for that, Grant Morrison. Magneto is mm-hmm. number four. I guess they, yeah. you know, that was his boy for a while. Apocalypse, yeah, I, feel, a I feel like you have to add him, like, you know, Shadow mm-hmm. King, okay, and then Omega Red, Ugh. from Russia, <laughs> really? yeah, and so he's at number six, Legion, okay, Vulcan, uh, who's Vulcan? Mm-hmm. Anyone? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then Nanny and Orphan Maker mm-hmm. are in the top ten. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 On his little yellow pad. Nanny and Orphan Maker who only served to set up the story that introduced Gambit into the X-Men. Other than that, right. they have not done a single thing. Yeah. Uh, Morcia? Morcia, Morcia, Morcia. I don't know who that is. Proteus? Okay. Yeah, uh, the Marauders. The Externals. Children of the mm-hmm. Vault? That's a new one on me.
3: Who the, is? Acolytes?
1: the Acolytes? Mutant Force? Also new. Uh, the I don't even the old, the neafim, That's a that's yeah. a Nightcrawler mm. thing. The um, Nasty mm. Boys. Ugh, oh God! Only popular, only and,
3: wow. um,
0: dirty yeah, sags yeah. Sags and
1: knobs. <laughs> sags and knobs. Most widely known for their stint, uh, their their big push in X Men animated series season two. Uh, yeah. Clan Abaya or Akaba, Gene Nation. Mm. Mutant Liberation Front, then some scrubs, yeah. New Brotherhood, the, scrubs. the Upstarts. The so anyway, scrubs. the Upstarts. Um, yeah, that's some, that's I feel bad. like we've we've run some comic book properties for their um, for their villain roster. Uh, yeah. the X Men might need, yeah, they yeah. might need to be need to be called out too. But yeah. anyway, so that that was the one thing that stood out for me of this. But other than that, as far as the other two books, I mean, like the two books in general. It seems like they're really like digging up a lot of like um 90s era stuff and trying to make it relevant again or pick up mm-hmm. where it was. Mm-hmm. And one thing is they like they have to switch into their costumes and they're all in like 90s era costumes. We get the yeah. Jim Lee Cyclops, the right. we're back to the brown Wolverine, the classic mm-hmm. New Mutants costumes. Mm-hmm. And then uh the Havoc is like uh he's the, that might be an early 2000s Havoc actually yeah um right but i don't know it's still it's still jamie madrak story which you know i never really understand what's going on and they finally find the dark beast who i guess was reduced to a head recently and now has a technological body and he's cool with that and then let's see what else happens and then then episode 14 so anything stand out in the first one for you guys
0: No, not really. Although the art does stand out—that's Salvador Larocca. The art stands out there. I I got the costume part too, but more—the biggest thing that I took away from Thirteen, besides the return of the Dark Beast, was really that we're really in a holding pattern here, Um, Mm -hmm. because there. I mean, we know we have War of the Realms that's coming up here in a couple of weeks, which we're going to have to review, and I'm going to complain about near the end of this podcast. And we're also, you know, jumping ahead, like R- Rosenberg, I think he was doing this, Matt Rosenberg, who's doing this, is um, he's coming off the book and Jonathan Hickman's coming on to the X-Men. So we went through this whole, not even a year, what, six months of X-Books with one person doing something, and it's mm-hmm. going to completely get revamped again. If they send out another $8 number one issue, it wouldn't surprise me again yeah. as Hickman takes over the book. So, I mean, you're really, like, it's just the... It's this continual cycle of, okay, yeah, 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 we're going to get back to this, we're going to get back to this, we're going to get back to this, and they just don't. It's just a bunch of freaking restarts and, you know, starts and, and re-ups again. And it, you know, again, I, I, I think I made this uh, uh, comment on that whatever, the X-Men now books are becoming like the Avengers in the, like, 90s, the early 90s. Mm. not a good era. Books, which they weren't very good. No... Not a very good era at all. And I just think that, um, it's just like, it's just, oh, like, yeah, let's put this roster together. It'll be fine, you know, as long as we have something, you know, it's just, it's just not good to me. I don't know. But, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, so you got 14,
1: 14? We get, um, Wildside, who I think was a Mutant Liberation Front member. We get, um, we get um, Callisto. We yeah. get, um, scrambler who was one of the uh perpetrators of the mutant massacre we get a Mm -hmm. lightweight repeat of the mutant massacre we get uh john from generation x so there's a there's like a ton of just 90s throwback stuff and -hmm. then i feel like the last few pages didn't make a lot of sense because they're fighting something that i don't know what's happening and then they're celebrating so i don't know if they left off a page in the book i got
3: yeah, that Remember might Captain
0: America shows up. Because the mansion's been destroyed, so they're hanging out at Harry's hideaway now. They made a deal with Val Cooper to go into this, I said, Chechnya, to go into mm. Chechnya to free this group of people and, then you know, th- to do as a favor for the U.S. government to find a hideaway for the Morlocks. Now they sent them to Chechnya so P- Putin can kill them. And... Um, like, that's like the kind of the, the plot that's surrounding the whole book, but yeah. I mean, I didn't know who this other mutant was that they were fighting that looked like Colossus. Like, who the hell is that?
3: Yeah, he's got that's Colossus on. They called
1: him Reaper. Yeah, he's from Mutant Liberation Front Reject, as far as I remember. Okay. Right? Yeah, I just didn't think
0: was no, that wasn't. No, I was thinking, did Cyclops used to dig down Val Cooper? But I don't think he did. Maybe no no, he didn't okay I think so I think I've, I have think yeah maybe it was at one time uh, nah, I was nah, thinking nah, of, of like, the boat captain the girl that he used to know I'm uh, um, I lit li- oh. a lady's yeah, yeah,
2: I don't know yes. how I remember
0: that name mm, that's okay oh um, <laughs> yeah. but yeah uh, go ahead brother uh, yeah well
1: that was it it was yeah. <laughs> uh, some 90's <laughs> extravaganza nostalgia yeah beyond that yeah, it, it,
0: yeah, there's a little fight in the Morlock tunnels. Uh, Wolverine gets stabbed by Callisto in the eye. I'm, not, I'm really not sure how she was able to do that with her typical strength or poor. I can't remember what it was on her Marvel card. Well,
2: his eye is and, not adamantium. What is her power? Huh? She can hunt. That was at it. Track or something like that. I mean, I never
1: understood yeah. exactly she what the hell she was. Yeah. Whatever. She's yeah. probably got excellent fighting.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Maybe remarkable
0: agility. Sure. Yeah, typical strength, probably. Probably <laughs> typical. typical. So she was able to stick a knife through adam- adamantium and get it stuck in there. Yeah. yeah. It um, is, I, she put I, it uh, in his eyes. Eyes, not adamantium. Ah, smash. <laughs> uh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> so you're ending off the, uh, you didn't leave off the, the the end of the book. Somebody who's made an appearance in two of these books. Oh, the I thought I, five, I did uh,
1: say, you might, you might not hurt. And then Cap shows up at the end.
0: No, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yes, he does. His second appearance in this uh, run of like five or six books.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, it's 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 so it's still like so like the A versus X encounter between Cap and Cyclops is just was just so bad. Like I can't get excited yeah. about them in a book again. Right. It's like they just screwed <laughs> yeah. that up so bad. Like these two great tacticians and leaders. And they're fighting on the beach, and it's like, Oh, I'll hit you harder. Oh, yeah? I'll hit you harder. Oh, yeah? I'll hit you harder. It's just ridiculous. (laughs) Oh, so
0: bad. Uh, Yeah, I just, I don't know. Like I said, when I saw all that stuff with Hickman, he dropped, like, a hint on his Twitter page, and the people were like, Oh, you know, what's going on? And then it came out today that he's going to be writing these books. So, again, you got, what, three, four, five more issues? I would assume he's going to pick up after War of the rounds. And then he'll pick up the book if not shortly thereafter in the summer so right. all of this will be for naught anyway it really just taking you know the eraser to the dry erase board and yeah. restarting the whole damn thing so Again. like you know I have a hard time emotionally investing in this if there's not going to mean anything and I think that's mm-hmm. kind of where the X books are because they keep Searching and searching and searching for something. I don't know what they're searching for, but they keep searching for that magic formula. And I saw something on Twitter was like, you know what, people, like the X books are ruined because they keep trying to attach themselves to the past, like, you know, to how great they were. And I don't necessarily think that that's altogether true. I think that they keep trying to tie themselves to the past because the future ones are just all the mutants that they've introduced since then all suck. And so you kind of have to keep reusing these same characters over and over again, but they don't want to, they you can't tell, nobody can tell a, a, you know, a cohesive story that lasts more than like four or five issues, you know, or if it does, right. it's dumb. And dumb, at, exactly. It's, yeah, yeah, it's dumb. They just make, tell dumb stories or, you know, try to, you know, hit harder, faster or whatever, or tell a story that you're going to retcon like, you know, at the next reboot. So what's the point? But whatever, that's just modern comics. All right. Hi, we're old. Get off our lawn. Thank you. Um, (laughs) So, thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle, brother. Yeah,
2: thumbs in the middle.
0: Yeah, same man.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I'm afraid. So, on the text team, I said, like, you know, the X Men wasn't that bad, but going over it again, I'm like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'll still give it a middle. Um, I did. It It didn't have me lightly interested, so.
0: I it get really gets back yeah. to the point of when are you going to bring the mutants back and what team right. are you going to have, but then right. what team are you going to have when Hickman takes over the book? You yeah. know, and I can't remember what happened to Hickman. Like Hickman was the big star at Marvel for a while, and hmm. I think he did the New Secret Wars, and then he, you know, I'm not talking about quality or whatever, but he was a big star for doing that. And then he left, and I, I don't know if he went like exclusive or something like uh, that. I think he. I think he left Marvel. I think he might have went DC exclusive, and now he's back. So, hmm. okay. what well, He's back. Yay! Yeah. All right, that's that. All right. I think uh, you can. Movie.
1: You can take a. You can tell a great story in five issues, but when you're telling a story that seems like you're starting a new era, and everyone knows yeah. you're going to get the rug pulled out from under you, it's just, it just doesn't work.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, exactly. and again, you know, and sometimes I. Sometimes, and I think wrestling, and again, it's is a wrestling reference. Sometimes I think comic books often. Behave or act or or pretend like we are in that old wrestling area before, you know, smart internet wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, hey, Mm -hmm. you know, we're going to rig these books or whatever, but then you, you know, the internet knows that you're going to change this shit here, like, in a couple of weeks or a couple of months. And so you're pretending like I'm supposed to care about this. Like, bitch, I know Goldberg's about to lose. He's about to go on hiatus or whatever. I know he's about to get pinned, so let him get pinned. I already know what's going to happen. So why am I pretending that it's not? So why am I pretending that this story is going to mean anything when Hickman or whoever is going to take over the book and, and change everything anyway? So what's the point? There's no emotional investment. You know, you guys suck. Listen, Goldberg and Lesnar and, like, WrestleMania 10 or whatever. You know, you guys suck. So it doesn't matter. All right. <laughs> yes, I listen to a lot of wrestling podcasts. All right. um, <laughs> so yeah so that wraps up season uh, season 5 of the Marvel Hacks uh, went through a lot of books I said it before we will we're going to take a little hiatus and then we're going to come back when they do this War of the Realms crap um, <laughs> it's a large coal company crossover oh, um, boy. I, 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 uh, y'all might I mean as much as I've started watching Game of Thrones or whatever y'all might, might let medieval stuff a little bit more than I do is this any excitement area for you brother Beavis
1: uh i just i can't i can't get up for a crossover anymore i just i literally yeah. cannot yeah because one thing is like it's you know they're it's gonna be delayed and it's gonna stretch out forever and yeah, by the yeah. time it comes out they're already gonna have like gone on to something else i, I just can't do it yeah
0: yeah. Speaking of delays, I sent y'all that thing about Doomsday being another four weeks before <laughs> issue 10.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just, going yeah, on they, almost they, they haven't been on track months. with that since like issue
0: four. Yeah, yeah it's almost, I, I think it's broken around almost 18 months. Oh, so God. That's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Um, Sandman, are you up for the War of the Rams?
2: Uh, only as far as I was reading Thor before, because that's where all this crap is coming from. They started in the. Um, yeah the Thor book, there was uh, the War of the Realms going on, uh, or the, the Nine Realms, the Ten Realms I guess there is now, mm-hmm. they grew another one. And uh, and only that I was reading that uh, at the time, and have a light fascination of where they might take this and who's the enemy going to be, but not really, but outside of that. I Just to see how they're going to conclude all that stuff, because that's been going on a long time too. So, eh, other than that,
0: no. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Jason Aaron is actually leaving that book, too, at the conclusion uh, of this War of the Realms thing, so Thor will be getting a new writer. Uh, good good luck with that. Yeah. Um, okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, that so, yeah, there's that. Anyway. Yeah. No, not at all. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so we'll review it because we have to, and like I said, season six will probably start where, whenever that starts. I think it starts sometime in April, I think. And that'll kind of lead us right up into Infinity War, or uh, Infinity War, damn, uh, Endgame, uh, where we'll get our review in for all of that. So as we, you know, we'll take a little couple of weeks off here um, and get ready for that. Uh, I, let me, I probably should throw this in there. Uh, the I did do Comic Con Revolution, West Palm Beach or whatever. I made that little joke about whatever. Um, I went down Saturday. Uh, it's a small con. It's gone from one day to two days. Last year was his initial year. And they only did saturday this year they did saturday and sunday i went down saturday uh, to media cover it took some pictures um i did t- get a chance to talk to a couple of creators or whatever my children and y'all know both of them i want you to punch mm-hmm. them both in the face next time you <laughs> see them. um i'm like standing there i'm standing there waiting to, like we got there early enough because you know i to get there early and I go in there and you know, I'd like to walk around the con to kind of see where everything is before I start, you know, bothering people because they don't like me talking to people. Like I'm like, hey, work this camera, I need to do this, blah, 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 blah. And so we walk past and Claremont's there and he's by himself. He doesn't have a handler or anything like that. And there's a dude talking to him, getting him to sign stuff. And so I go stand in line and I'm like, This is my moment this is my right. chance, like, there's nobody, I mean, there's somebody behind me, I was like, I could probably get, you know, five to ten minutes with this dude, or whatever, mm-hmm. and my kids were like, oh my god, we just got here, don't start this, blah, 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 I'm like, but, hey, shit, what? and I didn't do it, and so by wow. the time that I was really, you know, kind of lubricated up to go and do it, man, that line, freaking Space yeah. Mountain, baby, it was the longest ride oh, yeah. in the park, woo,
3: Yeah. and I'm like, oh, <laughs>
0: sons of bitches, and so they took me out of my moment, and so I was not happy about that, uh, but I did. I was able to talk to, to Donnie Cates. Um, you know, kind of fresh off the Venom controversy. I don't know if y'all uh, have read about that or heard about that. I uh, like people are mad that people are mad that um, he wrote a love interest for um, Eddie Brock. That's not yeah. the symbiote. Like they think that he should be in love with the symbiote, and that's it. Like Eddie can't get no pussy. It has to be <laughs> symbiote. <pussy>. And. <laughs> It's like this huge controversy, like people sending him death threats and all this stuff. Oh, and so that happened man. like the week of the con. So I was able to sit and talk with him, you know, for about five minutes about it. And he's just like, it's ridiculous or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, but he was a real cool dude. Uh, hmm. I think I talked to Ming Chen again this year. Uh, so, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Great con. Thank you for the folks at um, Comic-Con Revolution West Palm Beach. Greatly appreciate that. And, you know, breaking news. Brrr, um, we did get media press for uh, MegaCon Orlando, which is the huge convention here in the state of Florida. Uh, right. Man, mm-hmm. and I will be attending that sometime in, it's in May. It's not the last weekend in May like it used to be, but right. uh, we'll be attending that one. Um, big old con, uh, so definitely looking forward to that. Thanks to the folks at MegaCon convention, Mega Convention in Orlando for that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that that's all that. So. And thanks again to the folks at Takes Comics for the media passes for Shazam's Day. All right, that's it. Enough. Thank you, people that um so yeah man that's it guys uh and anything for season five any books or run of books that you remember that were memorable oh god i know it's kind of hard to remember remember. what we actually (laughs) read
2: yeah Um, i I don't really remember right now so that's probably telling in itself (laughs) yeah Um, maybe
0: say uh brother beavis
2: i think the one that we read that that i didn't
1: go back to that i may um is the Avengers where they were introduced like the multiple uh, the multiple sort of super teams I, don't, I mm-hmm. don't know where that ended up but I think the invaders was pretty interesting as well too for the yeah, other yeah. yeah. we read
3: mm-hmm yeah. cap, cap, cap those two consistent. those two
1: were kind of linked
0: there yeah the right. cap has been consistent as well like throughout the course of you know the uh, right. house and yeah. coach run so I've, right. I've definitely been kind of reading that when we don't record um, and then there's been a couple of new books I don't mean, I want to review them or whatever because it's late at night or whatever. But uh, I've read the new Captain... Miss Marvel, excuse me, the new Miss Marvel, she relaunched or whatever. Um, yeah. And that was actually pretty entertaining. I don't know that much about the character because that's kind of a, you know, a new age yeah. hero, at least for us old folks or whatever. All right, Sorry. right, right. Yeah, that's it. All right. Okay, so again, this wraps up Season 5. Um, remember to be able to find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Rate, Review, Subscribe um yeah that's it so we'll take a couple of weeks off you know recharge our batteries for the war of the realms i told you all this last time we did this podcast pretty sure it's gonna happen again we're gonna go upstairs my (laughs) wife will be asleep like well, let me put on infinity war (laughs) because what the hell else am i gonna do Uh, (laughs) nothing else to do actually you know what last night i watched um secret invasion on uh avengers earth's mightiest heroes i watched that last night uh, uh-huh. Like the three episode run for there, and so I may continue the episodes after that because that's that actually came kind of early in season two. It wasn't like you know near yeah. the end. Uh, it comes so early in season two, so I know. And you know, put cards on the table. <laughs> I could conservatively say I've watched that final episode of that Avengers cartoon with Galactus. I could conservatively say I've watched it probably thirty times. It's <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so freaking awesome! It's just so well, awesome, it, man! It's like yeah.
3: Awesome.
2: They should it's call freaking, that that so last that last episode Marvel Universe because I mean you see a little bit of everybody if I remember right. It's been a while since I've seen it, but yeah,
0: uh, well, yeah, it is nice. It's, it's all except for the X Men. Yeah, yeah, X-Men, yeah, they're they're lightly represented.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah that's true. Yeah. Yes, yeah, there's fake. There's a scroll Wolverine. Um, so yeah, there's right. that, and I think I watched the one where they went to um, where the Vision enters the like Vision and they, where he goes to Wakanda to try to beat everybody up to get Cap Shield or whatever. right before Oh
3: yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a great rock cartoon. They ruined that shit. It was. You, damn <laughs> there you go. Damn Disney. There's my damn Disney. Yeah, talk about damn that stuff. It. They definitely ruined that. <laughs> so, anyway. All right. So, as the producer of this podcast, I'm going to sign off. Uh, Sam, man, go ahead and sign off. Sayonara, people. We will see you after the break. Yes. Sure. Sure. Brother Peter sign off. Hey,
1: thanks everybody for listening. Catch you next time. Thanks.
0: That's right, we'll see you guys and see you in six. Alright, bye. Peace out.